Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. All right. I'm not sure if you remember that sound. It is a very familiar <laughs> tune. I remember it back in the day when I was in the army. I believe that was when I first got my first mobile phone. After getting a pager, you move on to a phone and that was a Nokia for me. That's right. Mine was a Nokia too. My first phone was a Nokia too. I think it was the 6110. I'm not mm. sure how they come up with these numbers actually. <laughs> Why do they have all these four-digit numbers for the mobile, num- mobile, no mobile numbers? No so idea. That was the other fascinating part about the Nokia phones, all these numbers. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of fascinating features right. around these phones as well. Mm-hmm. So we took a chance to ask our colleagues what they miss most about their dumb phones. This is Timothy Go from Drive Time. I have fond memories of my my dumb phone. My first mobile phone was back in 1994 and I had to share the subscription with my best friend and because it was just so expensive, we have to share and split the subscription plan. Fast forward to early 2000s, my first encounter with a Nokia, which was one of the most fashionable phones back then. Always looking forward to their new phone launches because it will always come in different sizes, shapes, and could be sexy, could be chunky, could be very beautiful. Hi there, this is Anjali Teo of KISS92 and the one thing that I miss about dumb phones is the fact that I can type without looking. I'm Lavinia Tan from 1FM and no, I don't want to call it a dumb phone because I've had my fond memories of my Nokia phone and what I really do miss about it is that tactile feel from using the keypad. You know, the clicking when you're texting, I do miss that. I've gone down that rabbit hole of, uh, yeah, spending too long on social media. I'm a heavy content consumer and the snake game, yes. The snake game. Yes, that was a go-to game for me when I was in the army, trying to well, burn time. I guess when you're waking up <laughs> people, you know, when they're late, what do you do? Take out your phone and yeah, play snake. That's right. Um, I do agree with Lavinia. I, I miss that tactile touch. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. Pressing the buttons and the lit-up buttons. And guess what? These phones with basic functions and even more now seem to be making a comeback. Yeah, it is making a comeback. It is interesting because I thought that was something that was catering to the era. And then we've moved on because everyone's trying to get connected to social media and they're trying to do more stuff to be productive. You know, their bosses are trying to make them do work check their emails and so on. So is there still a case for dumb phones or feature phones to be back in this day and age? I am very sure that would be because people are going to digital detox most of the time now, right? All right, let's check in now. All the way from London is Lars Sebaboa. He is the Chief Marketing Officer for Nokia Phones HMD Global. He was a former SVP of MTV Digital Studios and also Global Senior Director at Lego. So he's been through some of the biggest brands and helping lead the digital transformation journey for some of them. Lars, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. So happy to be with you. And thanks for all the great memories you shared about Nokia phones. Did you have one? <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a trick where I could open a, a bottle of beer with my phone. It was like a Open massive, a bottle of beer with a phone? You've got to show us that one day. <laughs> I would love to. Does the new generation of dumb phones have that iconic ringtone we've been playing all morning? It does, actually. But I think what's more importantly is that actually this whole trend, and it's, it's quite surprising for us, and, and we're very happy to support it, 
is that people, they don't need, like yesterday, Zuckerberg, he launched uh, Threads as a new social media network. People, they don't need another social media network. Mm. They need more time to experience each other, mm -hmm. to experience the world, life, and so on. And it's funny for us to see that they want to pick up phones, they want to buy phones that can they can call, you can text, you can play snake, but you get so much more time to live life and experience instead of being caught up on social media. Basically using phones for what they're made for, right? Making calls, texting, yeah. We've been looking into this uh, for a long time. And this whole thing about like, you have a digital assistant, sometimes it becomes a digital dictator. Mm. And that's where we really need to be careful because... People, they don't really experience life if they just caught up in the phones. And we see, like, we all like do like this. We look at our phones mm. and we don't look at each other. And I can really advise you to it. I did it for a weekend. Pick up a dumb phone, try to do, do it for a weekend. I'm not saying it's going to save your relationship, but it's not going to make it worse. Yeah, I've been hearing it's been making a comeback. For us in Singapore, it's quite hard to imagine that because everyone's trying to get connected. Where are you seeing this comeback, especially where you're in markets with Nokia phones? Why is it making a comeback? Yeah, so, so to both like we're also making smartphones. We're making smartphones like the smartphones. Difficult to get, like it's mm. blurred right now. But we're also making smartphones made in Europe. The data is based in Finland. It's a clean Android. The startup that I'm working for, HMD, is... Investors are Nokia, Foxconn, Qualcomm, and Google, so it's clean Android. And basically, it's a very affordable device because we don't believe that it's necessary for everyone to buy a $2,000 device every single year mm -hmm. just to get in contact with Facebook and Meta and TikTok. It can be done a lot cheaper. So that's, that's what we supply. And then again, like we're also supplying feature phones and dumb phones because it's just a way to connect to people in a different way than doing it online. So having experienced the faster pace of uh, smartphones and excessive screen times, what's it like to go back to simpler devices like those dumb phones? The new generation dumb phones, I suppose. Yeah, do you miss checking emails? No, it's, it's funny because it's not like people like you and me and our generation. This push comes from the Gen Z generation. It started in the US. We saw it was picking up the US. That They really started to pick up the, the dumb phones. And I think it's a smart choice to pick up a dumb phone because you get more time to actually experience life and you get like a less mm. distracted until social media networks by using a dumb phone. And I did it myself for a weekend. I was surprised about the amount of time I got to do something different than being on my phone. Yeah, I'm starting to imagine, actually, this could be the first phone for my kid because mm. they can't get access to stuff that I don't want them to go to, like mindless videos on YouTube or what have you on there in terms of apps. So maybe that's a place to start for me. Have any of you experienced the situation where someone has said to you, like, don't look at your phone right now. Don't look at your phone. Don't check your messages right now. I think I've done it. Like, yes, I've yeah. seen it. So many times. <laughs> With a dumb phone, try it for a weekend. It will do something. So has that evolved in terms of the features you can find in dumb phones now? No, it hasn't. It is the same thing. You can call, you can text, you can play Snake, which can be quite addictive. What it also does, it doesn't give you, I don't know how many charges you're bringing with you, but this phone will be alive for at least two or three weeks on one charge. And that is actually quite interesting. And also what, what I realized is that, that actually this whole thing about like, you don't want to call people. You don't feel, you don't, it doesn't just notify you all the time. It actually makes you, you feel a bit different. It makes you act differently. 
We're in conversation with Lars Silberbauer, Chief Marketing Officer of Nokia Phones HMD Global. Now, Lars, what is the price of a dumb phone now compared to a smartphone? Uh, it's, it's a lot cheaper, I, I got to say. Uh, it's 65 pounds, uh, like UK pounds, if you want to buy a dumb phone. And I don't think that any one of us going to like trade, like we're not going to have a smartphone. But I think a companion phone for weekends... If you go to a weekend with your partner, if you go to a holiday, you go to a festival, this is a perfect choice because it will it will change you. I promise it will change you and it will make you experience more of what you're there to experience instead of keeping you on the phone. Mm. That's an interesting concept, right? To use a dumb phone. A second phone, perhaps? Yeah, a standby like phone? That, for, for maybe when you're going out with your friends or family and uh, when you're going away for a holiday, you have the dumb phone. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious about the business or the sales figures around your dumb phones. How much does it make up for Nokia phones, HMD Global right now? Um, where do you see this going? It's quite new for us to lean back into the, the past. But we doubled our market share of uh, flip phones in the last year. So we can see this is a trend really happening with Gen C. And we also see that this whole digital detox, mental health is an issue for the younger generations. And that's why they're picking up the dumb phones because they want to be off social media. They want to be off threads or Twitter or TikTok and so on. And they want to dedicate life. And I think that's actually a trend that we need to acknowledge because being on all of the social media platforms all the time is not necessarily a good thing. So you're talking about flip phones. It's no longer the chocolate bar type of uh, models? Flip phones are like we have dumb phones. They can be feature phones like the 3310 or 3110. Or it could be a flip phone. What I like about the flip phone is like when you hang up on someone and you're angry with someone and you flip it, it just like feels so right. <laughs> it feels very different when you can slam down the phone in that sense. Now, talking about how different we experience these feature phones as well, a lot of it is different in terms of how they're built because you can remove the batteries and in that sense, you can repair it more modularly as well. So on that focus on sustainability, is that something that's also helping to drive this take up when it comes to these feature phones? So Nokia is like an HMD web pack. So this is the flip phone, a new packaging, awesome device. I actually really love it myself. Um, and then we started also, like, we've launched uh, feature phones. And one of the things that we do compared to Samsung, Apple, and all the, the, the big giants is, like, we, we do repairable phones. We want phones that you can keep in your hands for a longer time. And again, like, you are not buying a new laundry machine or new washer or a new car every year. Why do you need to buy a new phone every year? It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. So that's why we're saying for the sake of environment – you shouldn't buy that phone every year. So you should be able to repair it. And like 80% of the things that you need to repair are the battery, the screen, and the charging sockets. So we launched new phones where you can actually do that yourself. And you can do that yourself within like two or three minutes. If you have a guitar pick, a small screwdriver, and then of course, like the, the, new, the new things you need to exchange it with. And then you can change it. And I think personally, that's also why I joined this company. That's a new way of looking at things. Like we don't need to buy a new $2,000 device every year when you can repair it. It's better for the environment. It's better for you. Like it's just a commodity and you should you'd actually do this. And then you should buy a flip phone because it's just a better way to enjoy life. So last, I uh, wanted to find out from you, you were mentioning that flip phone demand is up. Is that uh, what you're seeing in Asia as well? We're selling uh, tons of feature phones and flip phones in Asia across the board. Of course, uh, there are typography like where we sell more and sell less. Uh, Nokia is still a very, very good device in many, many markets. And there's a big difference between 
US, Europe, Asia on the devices. But I think the trend is the same thing. Mm. I think the youth is realizing that it's not all good to be on TikTok all the time. Not saying TikTok is bad, TikTok is great, but it's not good to be spent all your time on anyone. And we see this digital detox trend is really, really catching on across the board. And people want to spend more time in real life. And having a device, I'm not saying the solution, but it's a good way to actually get more time with your friends, with your families, with your peers, instead of being distracted by your phone. Taking more control over our own lives, right? I think that's what we're entitled to do. I think that's why we're here to enable you to do that. All right, it's been great chatting with you, Lars. You've been talking to Lars Sibabor. He's the Chief Marketing Officer for Nokia Phones, HMD Global. Lars, thanks again for joining us on the show. Thank you very much, Lars. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.